So far, the metaverse remains more aspirational than real, and its most prominent supporters don't expect it to be built quickly. Proponents, however, see a range of possibilities, from selling the hardware and software needed to access the metaverse, to hawking virtual goods, services, and ads within the digital world. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the Big Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Bidemir Logende. On this episode, I'll be discussing how companies are racing and competing with one another to carve up their respective share of the metaverse. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So companies of all sizes have started outlining business plans for the metaverse. Earlier in November, Microsoft said it would roll out software tools around the metaverse in the coming months with pricing still to be disclosed. Meta's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, also said in early November that as the company works on the metaverse, it would look for ways to aid creators to make money, potentially tapping a $1 billion fund that the company had already established. So Meta is selling its Oculus VR headset starting at $299 and said it is also working on augmented reality devices, AR. Snap Incorporated sells a pair of AR glasses for $380. Microsoft sells its HoloLens headsets, which debuted back in 2016 and is aimed at business users with the cheapest going for $2,975. The U.S. Army is among Microsoft's customers, and a deal was signed back in March 2021 to deliver more than 120,000 units of AR headsets for the U.S. Army over a 10-year period. So those headsets will be supported by Microsoft's Azure cloud computing service. According to data from International Data Corporation, IDC, the AR and VR global equipment market is expected to grow by more than 50% this year, reaching a total of 9 million units shipped. By 2025, shipments could reach 28.7 million units. Graphics chip company NVIDIA is rolling out software it calls Omniverse Enterprise that offers collaboration and simulation tools on a subscription basis. It builds the suite as foundational to creating and connecting virtual worlds. The CEO of Advanced Micro Devices, AMD, Lisa Su, said that Meta has selected her company's chips for its cloud as part of its data center expansion. Roblox and Epic Games, which produces Fortnite, have hosted virtual concerts and other immersive experiences on their platforms. The events so far have been free to attend, but attendees could purchase related virtual items. Other companies are also buying into the metaverse concept. In October, consulting firm Accenture said it had purchased 60,000 Oculus headsets for training new employees. Also, in October, Nike filed trademark applications indicating that it wants to sell digital versions of its merchandise in online worlds. The backbone of Meta's earnings has been digital advertising, which exploded in the era of social media and is naturally expected to migrate to the metaverse. Some advertisers are experimenting with metaverse-like digital universes, such as the one in Roblox, to build brand recognition, but they have not used the platforms to sell physical goods yet. 
On October 28th, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the company changed its name to reflect growth opportunities in online digital realms known as the metaverse. The decision came as the company tries to reposition itself around the metaverse, which Mr. Zuckerberg sees as a key growth area that can also attract younger users. So way before Facebook's recent name change in late October turned the term metaverse into a household name, Brands have been contemplating the idea of setting up shop on virtual reality platforms, and now some of them are getting more serious. Companies like Chipotle, Verizon, and streetwear brand Vance earlier this year built their own digital worlds on metaverse-like platforms such as Roblox and Fortnite Creative to improve their brand recognition and get existing customers more engaged. Their efforts signify that advertisers who have long been hesitant to spend marketing dollars on experimental efforts, are warming up to new digital platforms. In addition, Facebook's announcement back in October that it was changing its name to Meta, that it would help develop a metaverse environment and invest $10 billion on the effort during this current fiscal year, is also expected to accelerate that trend. Facebook committing that much money definitely provides a lot of incremental confidence that this should be a worthwhile experiment. The metaverse is a relatively new term to describe a futuristic internet with virtual experiences where people can customize avatars to play games, make virtual purchases, and interact and attend events such as concerts and comedy shows. Right now, Roblox is among the highest profile metaverse-like platforms. So during the October announcements, Mr. Zuckerberg said that the metaverse was 5 to 10 years away from being developed and adopted by many users. Essentially, this futuristic version of the internet is unlikely to become a significant branding platform for companies anytime soon. Marketing executives from companies who currently have a presence in the metaverse, including Vance and Chipotle, said they have yet to use the platform to sell physical goods. So marketers are also concerned that the metaverse may just be a repeat of Linden Labs' virtual world, known as Second Life, which was a community made up of islands and avatars developed by individuals and businesses, which was launched almost 20 years ago to much fanfare from advertisers, but never really had a meaningful enough user base to stay relevant or grow large enough for brands to benefit. Other marketing executives believe things will be different this time around, Consumers expected to welcome a more immersive web experience, especially after the pandemic confinement drastically changed their habits, routines, and lifestyles. Chipotle has handed out discounts or free burritos to people in costumes around Halloween for the past two decades. This year, however, it chose to host its long-running burrito promotion in the metaverse. The Mexican food chain turned to Roblox, where it built a virtual store where avatars could dress up in costumes such as Cheap Bag Ghost or Burrito Mummy and travel through a virtual maze to retrieve a code for a free burrito. That was Chipotle's first foray into the metaverse. Naturally, Meta has reached out to some advertisers to discuss ad opportunities in the metaverse. One executive at a digital marketing firm said it plans to meet with Meta remotely through the company's virtual reality headsets. Another agency executive said Meta is encouraging brands to use existing augmented reality features such as Instagram filters that overlay real photos with special effects to get comfortable with the types of advertising opportunities that will exist in the future. 
In September, streetwear brand Vans launched a virtual skate park in Roblox, where users can try new tricks and earn points by hitting waffle-shaped floating coins while skating. They can use the points to redeem items such as virtual shoes and skateboard customizations. They can also use Robux, the currency used in Roblox, to build more specific virtual objects such as customizable shoes. The company sees virtual universes as a place to build brand awareness among 13 to 35-year-olds, which are the company's core demographic. Van said the virtual skate park has attracted more than 48 million visitors so far. The company is generating revenue from the sale of virtual goods, but one of the things Vans isn't yet able to do in Roblox is to use the virtual universe to sell physical products. Nike also recently launched a community in Roblox called Nike Land. The virtual community, which has buildings and fields inspired by Nike's headquarters, is expected to host games like Tag and Dodgeball. In addition, the company plans to allow creators to design their own games. So beyond Roblox, gaming companies like Fortnite maker Epic Games and Microsoft, which owns Xbox and popular gaming platform Minecraft, all operate metaverse-like platforms. Ahead of this year's Super Bowl, which was held back in February, Verizon helped create a virtual copy of the stadium on Fortnite Creative, a system affiliated with the well-known game where developers can construct their own games and communities. As a result, fans were able to come into the stadium and play games. In addition, Verizon paid some high-profile NFL players, including Tua Tagovailoa, the Miami Dolphins quarterback, and Kyla Murray, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, to join in and play against one another, a competition that Verizon then live-streamed on Twitter and Twitch. According to Diego Scotti, Verizon's chief marketing officer, the virtual experience, which attracted 40 million people over a seven-day period, was a branding opportunity. He said these experiences are shaping up to have the ability to rival TV ad spots during the Super Bowl game itself. So to wrap up, I've talked about how companies are racing to carve up their own shares of the metaverse in what is very likely to become a zero-sum game. It will be interesting to see how all of this play out from a data and privacy standpoint, and of course, all the cybersecurity risks that will undoubtedly be involved. So that's all I have for this episode. Thanks for listening. The Beat Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuzniatyova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurities, news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.